Oh, we are in. What up? Solid. We in. Thank you. I put a whole like minute of thought into that one. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> obvious, but it's fine. It's low hanging fruit. No, I have no good. problem with that. We in. Uh, speaking of low hanging fruit, we're doing Lion King, right? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. Is it low hanging fruit just because it's like the biggest movie out right now? Is that what makes it low hanging? Mm-mm. Well, it's okay. I would say. Or is it because I mean, like Rafiki literally picks some low hanging fruit? Is like it's low hanging fruit for us to be doing a spoiler episode on the Lion King, but it's also low hanging fruit for Disney to, you know. To make it? To make it, right? Suit your saying. Suit your saying. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Chris and Kyle Show. Spoilers for Lion King. He's Chris, I'm Kyle. And we're talking about Lion King. We are. My favorite Disney movie of all time. The original. Number one, huh? Number one. Like, I would have I would have said, like, it, like, if you would have asked me, you know, like, maybe six months ago. Now is it Aladdin? I think Aladdin might be. My, my top sees is, like, Lion King and then Hercules. Cause and like then others. Well, actually, wait. I, ever since two years ago, I've had to like rethink. It. Moana might be my second favorite Disney movie ever. Cause I've had like just so much more of a visceral, visceral reaction uh, to both the the live action version of of Aladdin mm-hmm. as well as like going back and rewatching Aladdin and stuff. Like I was so much more like exci- I was just like obsessed with Aladdin for a week. You know, after I saw the live when we action saw live action again. Aladdin, I then watched animated Aladdin. Shout out Paul, thanks for the DVD. Yeah, and then. I watched Lion King because I was like, all this makes me want to do is watch Lion King. Right. Because I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. That being said, this is the oft-controversial live-action remake of these Disney movies that they're doing, which they seem to be churning out like six a year now. They're just like, let's fly through these things. Yep. Um, I think just this year alone, Lion King, Aladdin, Dumbo. There's another one I can't think of, I think. Mary Poppins count? I think Mary, not, that wasn't animated. It's just a weird sequel. But Mulan is coming up. The Little Mermaid stuff just got all, all got announced. There's a bunch. Of, there's a bunch. There's, mm-hmm. They're busy. They're busy with the live action stuff. Um, you didn't know this going in, but I had looked and seen, seen that the critics uh, were not being overly kind to this film. Mm-hmm. And after seeing this movie, I was like, huh? What? Yeah, immediately when I was like, that was fucking awesome. (laughs) Immediately when we walked out of the theater, you were like, yo, fuck the critics. And I was like, I was like, wait, what? Like, they didn't, they didn't like the movie. Uh, Go ahead and look up the critic. uh, So on on IMDb, it's currently a 7.1. Right. Which is, which is fine. It's a good movie. And the seven is a good movie. Yeah. It's a 54 from the critics and an 89 from the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Huge discrepancy. Yeah. And I'll read their consensus which isn't as full of snark as it often is when they attack things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whoever does it, you're, you're great at your job. But uh, it says, well, it can take pride in its visual achievements. The Lion King is a by-the-numbers retelling that lacks the energy and heart that made the original so beloved, though for some fans, that may just be enough. 54%. I mean, it lacks the originality. Well, duh. There is basically it's a just, remake. That's like that's the biggest thing I've seen is people just people saying like this. I didn't really like this movie this much. It was basically just a remake of Lion King. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. What do you mean? That's, right. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What were you expecting going into it? Mm-hmm. It's just a beautifully filmed and visualized 
version mm-hmm. of the thing we already knew with, I might say it sometimes, better music. I might throw that in there at points. Like, Childish Gambino is a better performer to me. I like the music more. As much as I, the, the original stuff is beloved to me, his take on Hakuna Matata, Hakuna Matata is super dope mm-hmm. with his patented Childish Gambino scream singing. Yeah. It's so cool. Although I will say, in terms of music, I did not love the weird kind of like pop Beyonce song that played in the desert scene. Yeah. I wasn't feeling that. It wasn't as cool as the, yeah, the, the montage yeah. like, of them going. Now, like in the the animated version, you've seen it like more recently than I have. Uh-huh. Uh, did Simba, when he was leaving the Oasis and going back Run to Pirate Rock. Run past Nala? No. He didn't. Well, he didn't go with Nala, no, right? Nala. Gotcha. Nala. Rafiki goes and finds Nala, Timon, and Pumbaa and tells them what Simba's doing and they chase after him. Gotcha. Yeah. Shout out to Rafiki. Yeah, he just he just like straight up leaves Rafiki. He doesn't go back and yeah. he doesn't like see He's like, I've got to go right now. Mm-hmm. But I will say there's also like, there's some changes like that kind of weird music beat and, a, and there's some there's some dialogue that's, if not changed, very different because it's not this, like, like I think Billy Eichner is great in this movie, but he's not Nathan Lane. It's just, they're just different. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he doesn't do the, like certain certain things that feel so iconic to the movie to me because mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times and I've known it my whole life that Nathan Lane performs that that Billy Eichner doesn't do. And I'm like, wait, what? That's that's not right. Well, hold up. And then I have to take a step back and think, nope, it's just his take and it works and it's good. Well, but it's also like it's, it's super similar to the genie thing. How like, yeah. you know, Robin Williams was yeah, you being genie. You he was just being Robin Williams. You can't be Nathan Lane. Yeah. That dude's a fucking genius. Well, but Billy Eichner was basically just being himself. Yeah. Like, and it's it's just very effective. I saw some. Yeah, I very. saw somebody that was like, Timon is basically Timon, but like more of a millennial gay flair. Exactly. <laughs> and like... Nathan Lay is gay as fuck. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but so like, is Billy Eichner yeah, in a different yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, you know, he kept the whole, like, Timon's always, like, all the good ideas are his and the bad ideas are Pumbaa's. And the whole... I love the dissection of the Hakuna Matata idea that they dove into a little bit more, where they sort of, like, called out the idea of No Worries a little more than in the original movie. What do you mean? There's a whole... Added scene where with, with the bugs and the anthill or whatever. Yeah, and they're taught and, and Simba's pushing back on the idea of Hakuna Matata and stuff like that. I thought that was really interesting because like Hakuna Matata is one of the most iconic Disney songs ever, and people wear T-shirts with that say Hakuna Matata on it. And I say no worries all the time, but like the, the idea of thinking about it as like a a a life motto. What's the matter with you? Uh, is like kind of a an interesting idea that they went into and how at the end of the day, I think if you're a kid, it can go over your head that like sort of the point of Lion King is that Timon and Pumbaa are wrong mm-hmm. when they, when they talk about yeah. living life is with that you, no worries. You, you should have worries. You should have worries. You should have things you care about and things you'll fight for. Yeah. I think, so they sort of like pushed into that a little more to make it a little more obvious. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And that like, if you try to chase a life that has no worries, you're probably ignoring the problems of your life. Exactly. Yeah. Um, did you have any problems with this movie, would you say? The Beyonce any thing? Problems. The Beyonce thing? Just that song. Not Beyonce's okay. performance or anything. So you she's hate Beyonce? Fine. Okay, continue. No, I hate Beyonce. Come right. murder you me. Think, you think no, that she's ugly? That's it's okay. Nope, that's it. not what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Do not get... Pe- she's I not talented. Get, I get it. I will get, I get murdered it. in the night. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You don't think she's talented? I just thought that the, the song was kind of weird. You, you, you just said that you think that you, uh, you're a better singer than her. I get it. I get it. Thanks. Thank you. Um... Is there anything else? Right that before I... that we recorded this podcast, Kyle looked at me right in my <laughs> eyes and he said, I have better legs than Beyonce. <laughs> he 
He said that to me. I'm really proud. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of my legs. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Um, they're a gift from my mother, and I'm proud. <laughs> That's one of my the my patented things I learned growing up is when somebody is making you uncomfortable or bullying you, you make them more uncomfortable, and they'll stop. That's that was what I was doing to you right there. <laughs> You were putting me in a precarious situation, so I made the situation more precarious for you. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Solid, solid technique. (laughs) It usually works, honestly. It usually does. Um, Anyway, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that I just straight up didn't like? Okay, like, really minor thing. Like, I didn't like that Pumbaa didn't say, call me Mr. Pig. Right. Like, that's right. a hysterical line to me, mm-hmm. and they took it out. And, and, yeah, and like, I thought just, what Seth Rogen yeah. did was funny, and I love the line where he's like, I will not be made to feel ashamed of my body, mm-hmm. or whatever he says. Like, that's funny, but they still should have ended it with, call me Mr. Pig. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. Um, so let's talk. This, this might be our shared favorite thing about the movie. Okay. I think we both... Going into the movie, I don't know if doubts are the right word, but had like sadness that Jeremy Irons was not playing Scar. Yes. And reservations. It, reservations. Is perfect. Is a better, perfect word. Is a better word. We were both, yeah, reservations that it was not, not that it was She Would Tell Edgy for, mm-hmm. but that it wasn't Jeremy Irons. Holy shit. And that dude immediately took those reservations and threw them out the window. Mm-hmm. Like the first scene he was in it. Right. Holy Matt. I, I, I would guess he's your favorite part of the movie, right? Yeah. yeah. His best performance by far. Yeah. And I would say, so uh, like my biggest gripes with the movie are, mm-hmm. are probably two things. Uh, I would say young Simba's voice acting, not his singing, obviously. His, he's an incredible you're gonna sh- singer. You're going to take a shot at JD? I, young I think, JD? I think that his specific, so you remember what they did with the original Lion King, right? They had a, a separate uh, d- d- tool, The tool man's kid. You had Jonathan Taylor Thomas, yeah, that kid, who's great voice actor as well as mm-hmm. a reg- regular actor, um, but he did that actual voice acting, and then they had a, someone else for for singing. Um, I'm pretty sure they did that for older Simba. They did it for yeah, uh, Matthew Matthew, Broder, Matthew Broder right? did not do the singing mm-hmm. for Simba, right? So uh, for this, they used him throughout the entire yeah, because he's right? a great singer. Have yeah. you heard that kid he's, sing? He's an incredible singer. Yeah, and I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. But like, there's just a lot of like the his voice acting that was just like, I don't feel it. Okay, not, it's a little him. weird that you mentioned that because I, I agree with you to an extent. There are right. points where you're like, uh, but there's also parts where I was like, he sounds exactly like Jonathan Taylor Thomas right now. It was weird. Like yeah. there was parts where I was like, like I was like, it's like he's literally just copying the performance. And it, it like kind of like, I was like, well, that's weird. He's like almost doing an impersonation at times. Yeah. I felt like and then I was other like times kind of he's not in... But yeah, I see what you mean, but it didn't bother me. It just, to me, it was just like, it's just when, it's like if I watched the first couple Harry Potter movies, like it's, it's like, it's just when kids act, mm-hmm. not everyone can be our boy, Jacob Tremblay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not everyone is exactly. a God when they're nine years old. Yeah. The, yeah, nobody can be toddler goats. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like Jacob Tremblay. But uh, I would say that as well as like, like we talked about this a little bit, like, like pretty much right after the movie, but the sort of like disconnection uh the difficulty of portraying emotion through cg animals because of the over not over but the like literal realism realism they went for with the design Mm -hmm. yeah that was like just something that like and i said to you like that was a complaint that i had seen because you cannot recreate the like you can't do the nala doomy eyes in this Mm -hmm. movie they didn't even try to do it 
because it's it's too photorealistic. It looks too good to pull that off. Yeah. Like animals' faces don't portray emotions the same way that humans do. Right. Whereas when you're doing when they're in a cartoon form. Yeah. yeah. In, in cartoon well, form, yeah, you well, can you can you can do more humanistic mm-hmm. emotional stuff with faces. Yeah. Um, like you can give them bigger eyes and stuff can like that. Anthropomorph- anthropomorphize. Anthro- yep. You made me not know how to say the word for a second there. Anthropomorphize. Um, so I see what the, compl- I get that being something that people are like, but to me, the performances were so good for the most part. Like, I mean, maybe except parts with young JD, yeah. but I think JD, I think you're insanely talented. I'm not calling you out. It's him. It's all him. I like singing. <laughs> Your singing's like great. Singing. Um, but yeah, like the performances to me were so good throughout and it like it was just so funny and mm-hmm. fun that it didn't oh, yeah. bother me. I yeah. think that we were able to get especially mm. and maybe like being a lion, it makes the menacing thing the easiest emotion to do because just by being a lion, you're scary. True. And the, the great design of Scar, he just, with, yeah. the, with the Scar and... He the hyenas looked, are really fun. Like, like looked like, amazing. So really, like, really scary. Dude, um, uh, the Shenzi was scary. Yeah. Uh, originally, Whoopi Goldberg... Who played her in this movie? Um, where are you? Uh, Florence Kasumba is her name. Yo, you want to be successful? Fucking. Who? Uh, I think the name thing that most Florence. the thing that most people know her for is being uh, Black Panther's bodyguard in Captain America: Civil War. Oh, she's not. Um, I'm not going to deny Guerrera, but she's like one of her soldiers. Okay. And she's in Black Panther and Black Panther. What's her name? Florence? Florence Kasumba. Florence Kasumba. Florence Pugh. Florence and the Machine. Florence Lawrence. Holy shit. It's a whole wealth of Florence. Dude, Chance the Rapper's in this movie. Is in Lion He played Bush Baby. I think he was one of Timon and Pumbaa's crew. Oh. That's cool. I didn't know that. I knew that he was like a consultant. He, He like went on set a bunch and helped them with music mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think Donald Glover was like, yo, John Favreau, bring chance around to mm-hmm. just help with stuff, which is super cool. Like the fact that like Donald Glover and chance just still are like pals. That makes me That's so cool. happy. It's really it makes cool. me so happy. But anyway, so like aside from my minor gripes that I have about this movie, I fucking really, really enjoyed Dude, it. Dude, I had so much fun watching like, it. Like I don't think I had like the same kind of like weird. It's, I, this is a better movie than Aladdin. The, the live Thank action, you. dude. I saw somebody, some. I saw some internet people that were like, "Well, oh, man, who would have thought that Aladdin would have been the best live action?" Disney? I don't think no, so. No, step off, homie. This is better. I think that this is a better movie than a than the live action uh, remake of Aladdin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Uh, but like, I had more of a visceral reaction to Aladdin. Yeah, I'm not sure if that. was... But that's like, sort of like of a weird thing the about these movies, or, right? Or, or, like these movies are meant to elicit certain emotions out of people our age. Yeah especially because we're the ones who grew up with them. Mm-hmm. And now we are the money spending adults of the world. So yeah. Disney is targeting us. Um, so like if you loved Aladdin, when you, like I've said it before, I didn't watch Aladdin very much when I was a kid, mostly because my mom didn't really like it that much. So she played Lion King for me more often or other, right. other movies. So like Lion King to me is that movie. So just like the, um, the surges of emotion I was feeling just when just familiar shots, like early on, during like during that opening sequence like there's a specific shot of the elephants walking over and there's like birds running and I was yep. like that's it's just like it's just the same right. and it looks so good this movie is stunning visually right. it's insane right. how good this movie looks yeah. 
Um, yeah, obviously looks really, really good. Now let, let's talk about some of the, one of the biggest reasons why I, th- I feel like this movie, where this movie succeeded and Aladdin did not. Okay. Like, so you know how I talked about one of my major gripes with Aladdin was the, the lack of like this, uh, kineticism, like, like yeah. this sort of kinetic energy that, mm-hmm. that the animated movie had that the, the yeah. live action movie did not. And it's hard. It's a hard thing to recreate yeah, yeah. when you're making that transition. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just way easier to do with a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like. So this movie, uh, I remember, so the Just Can't Wait to Be King mm-hmm. sequence, right? That entire musical it's number. In the in the cartoon, it's it's you, it's you impossible to recreate exactly. that. There's fucking They're giraffes like making standing on top of pyramids of, of animals. And, and yeah, it's beer, birds standing yeah, on top exactly. of them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I will say, dude, John Oliver is funny as hell in this movie. But like, the, the like way that they solved that musical yeah, number. Yeah, it's like, great. Well, the, the way that they solved that problem, they were like, we're just going to throw in a bunch of cute animals. Yeah. That's all dude. we're going to do. I'm, I'm sure you noticed my reaction when oh, the yeah. baby cheetahs showed up. Oh, yeah. I think I screamed. Yeah. Like, like a child. I love cheetahs, okay? Mm-hmm. And those baby cheetahs yeah. were so, also baby Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. Get out of here with baby Pumbaa, dude. And then he farts. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, so fucking cute. Oh man, yeah. They were just like we're gonna, they're gonna go to the watering hole and they're gonna run around. It's mm-hmm. basically what they, how they kind of solved that problem. Mm-hmm. And John Oliver Zazu. And there's still like some shots that are like super similar. Yeah, like, they reuse like stuff. when they were running yep. through the giraffes and, and the giraffes drink. are yep. like yep. slowly. Yep, yep, yep. They reuse stuff for sure. Man. Oh man, so good. So, oh, you know what? You asked me something stuff I didn't like. You know what my least favorite thing in the whole movie was? In the climax of the film. When Scar leans down and he says, I killed Mufasa. And then they did a fucking flashback. You didn't like that? No. They do that in the But it's just movie, like right? it's not needed? I, it's not needed. One. Mm-hmm. And like something about the way it landed in this movie, I was just like, it's not jarring. about it. It's yeah. Jarring. I was like, wait, what? See, I was like, I was like, oh, that's weird. And then like, like, oh, that's not necessary. But then I was like, oh, they did that in the, the anime. I guess. Too, yeah. So I, it, it doesn't really. It just bothered me. It just, mm-hmm. I, and it, I think it's just literally because like in the original, it's not needed. Right. You don't need to do that. We know that Simba is realizing that Scar did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that he was upset in that scene. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. Plug your computer in, dude. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about Shiwato more because he's so good. Yeah, man. My favorite performance in the movie. He's so scary. That be prepared uh, sequence. I loved it. Like, there was something about it that I was like, is there going to be like a... like A a reprise? Yeah, a reprise. Because it was it's, so short. Because it was so short. They and it really was like, condensed and it. And like, it, it didn't <clears throat> like... I wanted I wanted him to go even more ham. You know what I mean? He went ham, though. He went ham, like, especially at the very end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, give me an entire sequence where yeah, he's yeah, going yeah, ham. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that like, that be prepared one so in the original they, animated movie just goes so hard. It fucking slaps. Jeremy him. Irons threw his voice out singing that song and someone else had to finish it for him really in the original recordings mm-hmm. i have seen that trivia before you know what would have helped if he was prepared <laughs> he was not prepared nah, he was not. you need to be prepared <laughs> um yeah i kind of like when they, when they kicked so it was like you know we know lion king we know what's going to happen <clears throat> we know the series of beats it hits we know which scene is which when the be prepared scene came up i was like I leaned forward in my seat and I was like, mm-hmm. all right, give it to me. Mm-hmm. Like, how are they going to do this scene? Yeah. Because it, it's another one kind of like, I just can't wait to be king. Yeah. Where it's in the animated version, it's like, 
too weird and wacky to do it in this very realistic yeah exactly and they do the weird like nazi stuff that they do in that scene and it's like there's a bunch of weird stuff um and it's a longer song and they like they the way they did it in this movie where they made it almost like him giving a speech Mm -hmm. and then it built up to him singing it was just super cool and like yeah i agree i would have loved to have heard more of it but i thought it worked well the way the way they did it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. have we ever seen chiwetel as a villain before in a movie he will be in marvel but i don't know if he has been yet what is he gonna play in he played baron morto in doctor strange who barry morto baron baron morto baron mordo baron mojo play a wizard boy you don't remember he was like Doctor Strange's trainer? Yes, of course. Badgy Madri. <sighs> and then at the end, the post credit sequence, he's like going around and he's stealing magic from people. He remember remember Doctor Strange meets the dude in New York and he's like, I heard that you healed from a spinal injury that was impossible to heal. Are you just nodding like pretending you remember or do you actually remember? I, I'm pretending. I'm definitely. I, I'm not going to overly explain this to you. He, he plays like a good guy and he's there in the final fight. Uh-huh. In Doctor Strange, but by the end, he has these very like radical ideas, and he's going to become a villain. Oh, okay, line. cool. Yeah, that's dope. It's it's hinted that he will become the villain. That's down dope. The line. Dude, he's yeah, he's so fucking menacing. His yeah. his performance is so so incredible. Well, and do you remember a long time ago when the cast was announced for this? And I, th- I think we talked about it on the show. We were like, can she would tell sing? And then I was like, remember, Twelve Years a Slave. Mm-hmm. When he sings in that one scene, yeah. in that incredible scene in that yeah. film, that I, whole movie is yeah. like, I had to look up that scene and I was like, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh fuck yeah, this yeah, scene. That dude can yep. sing, yep, and he's so scary. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> and he just yeah, he just fucking emotes so hard. Like, and you just, you pick it up from this movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's one th- like thing that like, God, like his his performance like, God, it's so fucking mm-hmm. good. I feel like okay, so what's your second best like favorite performance about this movie? Because I, I have a, I have a clear cut too. Probably Timon and Pumbaa. Uh, Billy Eichner was mine. Okay, was was my favorite. Just my I love the pairing. I thought they worked great together. Yeah, I and really like, agree. Timon and Pumbaa is an is an entity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they are a pair. Yeah, you yeah. You, it's like I how mean, Pain and Panic are a pair in sure, Hercules. You sure. can't just like separate. Them. I'll, yeah, I'll say if you want to if you want to yeah. throw them uh, together, Timon mm-hmm. and Pumbaa. Because yeah. they do really work. Like it's not like Seth Rogen does exactly. really bad. I just like I really enjoy no Billy, Billy Eichner's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. And I was did laughing ever, more from Billy Eichner than I was from. Uh, Seth did Rogen. he ever do a full on Billy Eichner, Billy Eichner like yell at you thing? I'm trying to remember, you know his bit, like his yeah. Billy on the street bit yeah. where he yells at you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he ever went full on Billy on the street in this movie. Uh, I don't know. He's always like. He's always he's like the, up there. Well, yeah, it's the yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, like he, he's, he's like always Hulk. at like, he's like Hulk. He's always like yeah. stay, he always stays angry. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're super funny. Billy Eichner's hysterical, and there's there's an like I mentioned before, their 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 stuff's a little bit more expanded. Uh-huh. Um, and they do so. Okay, here's a change that I thought worked really well. There was no way they were going to pull off doing Timon and Drag, right? The hula drag. Yeah, they couldn't have pulled that off with the tone they were trying to set. Mm-hmm. The decision they made to have them sing the Beauty and the Beast song as their distraction mm-hmm. instead of the Humba Wapa Dumba Dumba thing yeah. worked amazing. Yeah, it was really good. B. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it worked so good. Um, yeah. Did you, I, like, when did you recognize that it was the BR guest song? Pretty far like, in. Like, it took me a while to catch it. No, I was like, they're 
doing something. Because I heard the French accent. Yeah. And then I was I like, why is words? And I was like, I've heard this before. What is this? This isn't the So I specifically was like, why is he doing the French accent now? Because he mm-hmm. didn't do it earlier. Mm-hmm. When in the original movie, what is the scene? Um, is it, can you feel the love tonight? Is it the beginning of that? I can see what's happening. They don't have a clue. They'll fall in love, and here's the bottom line: our trio's down to two. The sweet caress of so twilight. twilight. He didn't yeah. do that. Yeah, he didn't do that in this movie. And I was like, why is he doing a French accent now? And he didn't do it before. And then it was, oh, he's doing what's his name, Lumiere, right? The candle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lumiere. And I was like, oh, now he's doing. It. Okay, I get it. It's a good bit. Um, yeah, dude, I missed that though. The sweet caress of twilight. <laughs> I was like, what? What? Did he, come on, man. Do the French accent. Yeah. There's magic. Everywhere, but yeah, I would say that's probably like my my second favorite. Uh, fucking Zazu, um, John Oliver's John, funny. John Oliver Dude, Zazu he's yelling really like good. for Queen and Country and shit mm-hmm. in the final. <laughs> it's, <very funny>. it's, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah, you know what I what scene I really liked that they added? I loved Nala's escape scene. The when Scar like yeah. wakes up and she's trying to like Spooky. sneak away, and then Zazu like helps her get away. I thought that scene was really cool. Yeah, it was really tense, and it like it it gave a little bit more um, look. It gave a little more, I don't know if agency is the right word because she still did the thing that she does anyway, mm. but it just gave us more of a, a, a look into why she's doing the thing yeah. she's doing. Yeah. And it was just another reason to be afraid of Scar. He's just so scary throughout that scene. I'm trying to think if there's that sweet of Twilight. Anything who should watch this movie? Everybody. Anybody would like... Like, Lion King is a kind of movie that literally... Like, OG Lion King. Right. So, like, there's this thing with... Like, I, I feel like with adults a lot. Where when you tell them something's a cartoon, they take this step back. You know what I mean? They say, oh, it's a cartoon? Dog, like, if you... So, I remember at work. I, at one of the places I used to work in one of the offices I used to work while I was in the Navy... Uh, I told them that I was going uh, to see one of the Pixar movies. Inside and Out? they were like, I, it might have been Inside Out. We cried when we um, watched that movie. Uh, no, 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 but I, it might not have been Inside Out because I said that I was going to see it by myself. Mm. Was it Moana? I, I have no idea. Um, but they were like, you're going to go see a lot. You're going to go see a kid's movie by yourself. And they're like, they looked at me yeah. like, kind of like I was a creep. Yeah. And, I'm, and I was like, these are fucking incredible films. Yeah. Like, you know, adults make these Pixar, films, right? Like, Pixar is like pound for pound. Yeah. Might be the best studio of all time in yeah. terms of making quality movies. Yeah. Where they have one dud, Cars 2. It's their only real dud. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really annoying. This annoying the stigma yeah. that's attached. So like, I mean, this is something that I like cartoons. Uh, I was just talking to my mom the other day and I mentioned Spider-Verse for some reason. And she, and she was like, oh, I don't know if we ever saw that one. And I was like, what? You guys never went and saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? And she was like, spider what? Spider? And I was like, Spider-Verse, mom. And then she like asked my dad. And I was like, ask dad if you guys have seen the animated Spider-Man movie from last year. And I heard her say it. And then I heard him go, animated? What? what? And I was like, stop it. You stop right now. It's like the best Spider-Man movie. Yeah. It's just it's this weird reaction that I don't know I don't like we are technically adults right obviously we are like in our mid we're 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 like past our mid-20s we're like in the in the middle of our Mm mid-20s and like we have 
no signs of slowing down when it comes to appreciating and enjoying animated things. Maybe it's just the era we grew up in, but I don't know what the point is you hit when you start being like, oh no, cartoons, I can't watch that. I think it depends on the cartoons, you know, like, well, if, yeah. if, like if I'm not going to go watch Dora the Explorer. Exactly. Like, like, like if you're into like my little pony, that might be a little bit creepy, you know, hey, like uh, don't hate on the bronies. <laughs> don't hate on the bronies. All right. Um, but, but if, if it's something like Pixar, like these are, these are just really well-crafted films, mm-hmm. like, and you're planning on like being in like a part of filmmaking, whether it's voice acting or writing or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck, like these movies are really well made. So, and you don't have to want to be a be part a, of filmmaking to enjoy them. Yeah. They're just good stories. Yeah. Right. So people can fuck off. But that's like, blah, blah, blah. like talking about like who should watch Lion King. Literally everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, original Lion King or this Lion King, anyone can li- but, can enjoy these. But movies. okay, let's let's give uh, some a, a little bit more uh, credit, a little bit more benefit of the doubt to uh, those that may not like this movie. So uh, I have, who do you think like would not like this movie? If you don't like Lion King, obviously you're probably like, yeah. If for some reason, the original Lion now, King say, didn't vibe with you. If you do like Lion King, I would say like. If like covers piss you off, you know, like covers of dude, I was thinking about that as like a correlation for this, right? Like, like the people who get offended by the the Disney live action remakes. I'm like, are you like offended by like, uh, you know, what's like a legendary cover song? What are you like? Cohen's hallelujah. Sure. Like, are you like offended by that Mm -hmm. song exists or, or like John Mayer, uh, free fallen. I love that shit. I mean, lots yeah. of people tell you that the original's better. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. You can always like the original more. But, like, don't just be offended by the fact that the cover exists. You don't have to take it in. You know what I mean? It's fine. You don't have to experience it. You exactly. You don't have to enjoy it. Yeah. But are you trying to get me to guess someone who wouldn't like Lion King? I, I don't know. No, not like oh. a specific person. I wanted to bring up the whole cover thing. Because I feel like those... Yeah, those maybe co- if, if that's the kind of sentiment covers, you have like, like kind of annoy you, like if... And, and just for whatever reason, like like covers of songs, like just don't resonate with you, then probably Lion King might not be the best thing for you. I guess. You know, because like you might, you know, hear the way that Childish Gambino is doing, oh, you know, Hakuna so Matata. <laughs> It, it it might just not. It, oh, it's so good though. It might not sit Dude, well the, with you. The riff as they're like, they keep walking is so good. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It means no worries. But it's super fun. If you got kids, go see it. I, w- I would be interested, like, like part of me wants to, like, just be a kid that's never seen Lion King Dude, I thought the same thing. Uh-huh. Like, if you, if, if you could, I, th- I literally thought this. If, if I had the opportunity to somehow wipe my mind of any history of Lion King, kind of like what I said about Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, if I could wipe the existence of the previously known knowledge from my mind and then experience that movie. Like, I feel like Lion King would be like mind blowing. Like just the way it looks and the right. music and the, I mean, like you ask like, like who, who, who should see this movie? And I said, everybody like, do you like agree that Shakespeare like changed literature and storytelling forever? Cause this is literally just a Shakespeare story. Mm-hmm. Which one is it again? Hamlet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while they were actually making Lion King, they, they, Referred to it as Bamblet. Which oh, is that's a mixture cool. of Bambi, Bambi and Hamlet. Yep, that's interesting. Yeah, Bambi just because animals, I guess. Uh, I think 
specifically because like you have a, a, the death of a parent like actually oh, okay. on the and it's the only parent Dude, and then they have to that shit set out hit. on their journey because of it it's crazy like uh, like the inciting incident is a like like yeah. there's a lot of like obviously like every fucking disney protagonist <clears throat> is an orphan yeah but like or you, some level of orphan but a majority of them you like you don't see the actual death of the parent yeah. on screen <clears throat> That shit hit so hard, dude. Like, I knew it was coming. Mufasa going down. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh. Still hurt. I was, I was watered up. I was, I was Still hurt. Yeah. Like, my, my tear ducts were and activated. It looked, but it it looked there was no so screaming. good. The wildebeest were so scary. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel Mufasa, like, it, like, fucking them up as he runs through the crowd. I feel like... Mufasa it, is also, like... You feel that power in this movie. Like, remember in... Another another change they made that I really liked. In original Lion King, when when the hyenas are chasing Simba and Nala through the through the elephant graveyard and then Mufasa shows up, there aren't that many hyenas, if I remember correctly. He fights like ten hyenas in this yeah. movie and he fucks them up. Yeah, it's really oh my gangster. god, Mufasa's a beast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know one thing that they don't do in the movie that's actually pretty realistic? You ever seen hyenas actually like fight? fucking lions like a video no. dog they like go right after the nuts like if they're if they're fighting a male lion interesting a male lion has to like hide his nuts that like leans into like the hyena trope of existence really well because they like seem like they would fight dirty mm-hmm. now the it's, the problem that they have in this movie is that none of the lions have nuts because it's a pg movie and they didn't yeah. want to animate all those balls yeah true they lose your whole strategy there yeah, what's what's up, Disney? Animate some nuts. <laughs> Get more realistic, put Jesus. A dick, put a dick Fuck on that your line. ear twitches and stuff. I want to see them balls. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't have r- r- uh, much else to say about this. No, movie. This Go is see it. really fun, really good. No, I loved it. Go see it, everybody. Um, that being said, come back next week as we change it up and we talk about the ninth. Quentin Tarantino film, I believe it's yes. being marked. Yeah, yes. the ninth Quentin Tarantino film. Once, wait, where are the dots? That's right. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, drives me nuts. Why isn't it Once Upon a Time in dot, dot, dot. Hollywood. Hollywood? It drives me crazy. Anyway. I don't think I've ever noticed the ellipsis. Really? Yeah, I have. Is that weird? I don't know. Uh, yeah. If you would have asked me, like, hey, is there an ellipsis in this in this movie title? I'd be like, no. There are. Yeah. And then they're in a weird spot. And they bother me. I just never noticed it. It's like the, the K in Chick-fil-A. I just didn't think it was there. Yeah, it's there, dude. It's there. I thought it was Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood next week. Always get excited for a new Leo movie. Love that dude. And Brad Pitt. I mean, he's okay. I and Margot Robbie. I guess they're right. I guess they're talented. I guess. Whatever. I guess it's fine. Whatever. Mm. Just like debatably the greatest actor of the generation, <laughs> Leo DiCaprio. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck it. What? Whatever. <laughs> debatably like the other maybe greatest actor of the generation, Brad Pitt. I don't know. Whatever. It's up there. It's for sure. I, I'm not. Maybe. Maybe not top five. I don't know who. He's got to be top five, right? Uh, Brad Pitt. Oh yeah. Probably. Leo's definitely. Leo is like. Def- he's Leo might be number two. one. Yeah. If he's not LeBron, he's definitely KD, you know? So, like, the problem is you'd have to sit down and you'd have to figure out, like, where do generations end and begin? Mm -hmm. And then you'd have to really sit down and and sort of of start looking deep. And you got to look into, like, these award seasons. And, like, Leo, 
if you win only by awards, you're going to get tricked in, by Leo because it took him so long to win his first Oscar. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, if you're including nominations, he'll be fine. Exactly, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, if, I, I'd, that'd be an interesting thought experiment to like sit down and map those things out and see who really is like, if you were to make like a top five actors of the gener, because like the generation that we're a part of is not Leo's actor generation. Like, off the top of my head, the best actor of our generation is like Michael B. Jordan or something like that. Yeah. Fucking love that dude. Miles Teller, maybe. Miles Teller would be up there. They've been in a movie together. Mm, Jacob Tremblay. Jacob, no, he's the next generation. He's, would he be, he's, he's the god of Generation Z or whatever they're called. Just because he's younger, though? Because, like, yeah. age, cause, but it's not about, like, age. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's an interesting thought. Right? Do you include when they're making like, the movie? David Harbour is in that, that Michael B. Jordan era, right? He's I don't know if I agree with generation. you about this thought. I feel like if you're making, like, gen, like if you're just doing it by ages, because, like... It's an interesting idea. Because, like, Leonardo DiCaprio and Daniel Day-Lewis are going to be, like, in the same, like, generational gap. You know what I mean? But Daniel If Day-Lewis you're doing it by older. time the movies were made. but Not if you're doing it by age of the actor. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking doing it by age of the actor. Yeah, but then you're going to have, like, Jacob Tremblay and Jonathan Taylor Thomas, which is kind of... Like, if you want to do that that way, that's fine. But I don't know if Jonathan Taylor Thomas is accomplished enough like to be involved not... in the conversation, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't think so? I mean, Dog, he was between, Lion King, you between Lion King and Tool Time and Smallville, Dog, I don't know if the... show is called Home Improvement. <laughs> Whatever it's called, dude. Tommy Tool Time. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy Tool Time. <laughs> Home Improvement. I'm going to talk to the dude over the fence who I never see time. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I meant. It's fine. Yeah, you got it. Uh, why are we even talking? Let's wrap this up. Yep. This yep. is not a spoiler episode conversation. This is a full episode conversation. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm shook now. Find us on social media. Chris can be found. Read a script. ChrisMichaelStott.com. Instagram, ChrisMichaelStott. Find me, Davinwell25. Twitter and Instagram. Find the show, The Chris and Kyle Show, on Facebook, Instagram, all podcasting platforms, YouTube, TCAXPOD on Twitter. We will put a new poll up for, what month is it? August, after the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood episode. So look out for that. Other than that, I think that we out. We out. Stay weird. (laughs)